Hello everybody, this is the Fat and Weak Podcast, where I'm Daniel. And I'm Russell. And today is Tuesday, and it's been a great couple couple of days since Friday. Um, I'm really thankful for music, I, I realize. Because for the first day, um, Monday, when I woke up, I actually went to the gym for once. You know, <laughs> finally used my gym membership. And, you know, like... I had this funny thought, like, you know when, when you're doing your workouts and you're listening to music and you feel like you're all, like, Superman or you feel like you're something big because, like, the music's swelling and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm awesome. Yeah. And, and all I can think of is, like, those YouTube videos where there's movies and then they take out the music and it just seems awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody watching you yeah. from the outside and without your earbuds are just like, what is that guy doing? Yeah, being on the elliptical, while it's creaking. <laughs> yeah, they hear creak, 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 and but they see you like doing this little buff <laughs> dance to the music that's in your ears. Yeah, you're, you're like yeah, your your entry intro music as you're walking into the WWE arena or something, right? But everybody outside's just like it's silent. Like, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and, and it feels good because like you're you're timing your steps and everything to the beat and. And every time it hits a snare, you like you time it with your knee to bring it up, and it's, it's just. <laughs> and, when it, and when it goes off, you're like, "Why'd you change the beat? I had oh, a perfect." No, I had a rhythm going. I remember uh, back in the day when I was in high school, working out to uh, uh, "Eye of the Tiger." Mm-hmm. You know, so I would lift the weights like up and down based on dun, 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 dun. You know, and it would just be like, instead of a smooth rhythm, I'd be, so I can imagine somebody watching that didn't hear the music, they'd be like, why is he doing three fast, two slow? Maybe he knows something about kinesiology we don't know. And so then the whole gym starts doing it at these irregular, irregular three fast, two slow, because they don't know I'm just playing to the beat in my head. Yeah. (laughs) So, so what was it uh, that got you to go to the gym? How did that happen? Well, it's it's been kind of a growing um, like downturn I, or like almost like a kill, like momentum keeps going and going. Like from when I when I started like like two weeks ago, trying to be healthy, or a week ago, and then making the podcast, like everything's like. Giving me motivation. It's all working together. It's like, the snowball's building. Yeah, like it's snowballing effectiveness. Like usually, because you know, I don't wake up until like maybe like 10 or 11 because Monday's usually my only day off. Yeah. And I like sleeping in on Monday. But I, I got up around like 7.30 yeah. and went to the gym and worked out for an hour and a half. Yeah. It felt good. I did some chest workouts. Um, my chest is pretty sore today. It's like right here, right here, right here. Yeah, it's not, it's not too bad, but I did enough to know that it, that it hurts. And then, um, but what was really nice is I, I lost nine pounds. Now, well, since, since I weighed, yeah. since I started, I've lost nine pounds. I didn't, I didn't make my five pound goal. I for one week. Yeah. For one week, I, I lost four. So I'm 221 pounds now. Well, Wait, remember, no, three, we're all or nothing people, so no, you missed it, so you not, failed, not, might as well quit. Not 200, 300, <laughs> right? 321 pounds. 320. 
Yeah, I know you've, you've been saying the 221 well. Maybe you're just projecting your, your, yeah. your goal. I don't know. <laughs> but it feels nice to see progress. Yeah, yeah. And like, it makes it feel like I'm actually succeeding instead of failing. Like I actually see myself doing better. And like ever since I've been doing that intermittent fasting, fasting has become easier. It's not, it's not as draining, you know, like the few hours where you're like, man, I really want to eat something. And you're yeah. like, so you cut yourself down to a four hour window, right? You still doing that? Yeah. I usually try to keep myself on a four hour window and just, it, it just feels. So is that so is that OMAD as well? One meal a day, or you get a couple meals in during those four hours? Um, I usually get one meal, and then I drink some soda or some little bit of chips, and I don't get to eat much because, like, after like my big meal, I'm not very hungry. Yeah. So you don't start with the soda and chips. You you do your big meal, and then that'll limit how much you snack with a little bit of time you got left. Yeah, and it helps me because it helps me feel in control of my food instead of the food controlling me since I have a problem with gorging or eating a whole bunch at one time yeah and so like it helps me help it helps me like have a schedule and have a structure around my weight loss because because normally I would it makes it very simple normally I would have like three meals a day and then once I don't know if you have this problem once you eat the one meal you feel like you need to eat more yeah, I, I remember because I went several months of just doing the one meal a day intermittent fasting and even keeping that one meal to strictly pretty much keto. It was strictly pretty much um, a half pound hamburger steak and then about a double or triple serving of steamed broccoli with a little bit of salsa on it. And I noticed when I just ate that one meal, it got really easy to wait until the next day to eat my one meal. But when COVID happened and started being at home and it was really easy to go ahead and make some quick breakfast and then take a break around lunch and go eat a sandwich and then come back for dinner, that I was constantly hungry. Even though I'm eating three times as much, I'm constantly hungry. Where when I was only eating once, I wasn't, I got to the point where I wasn't hungry at all. And in fact, I would get there and go, hmm. I wonder if I could stretch this into two days because I'm not all that hungry, but I'd go ahead and eat. But yeah, it's almost like it's almost like a game. It's yeah. almost, whenever you get into like um, I don't know how to explain. I don't know how to explain it. It's like when you get into like a a mode where you're like, I think I can go longer. It's like you're playing a game with yourself to see how far you can go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember way back when um, uh, I knew somebody that was trying to quit smoking and, and the, I don't know if it's still common technique today, but um, back then her, whoever she was seeing to help with um, smoking cessation told her, you don't give your permit, give yourself permission to smoke one per hour to start, right? So you always know there's one an hour away, but when you get to that hour, try to push it off 10 more minutes. And then when the next hour comes up, try to push it off 15 more minutes. And uh, pretty soon you find you're able to just push off several hours between cigarettes. You have permission to smoke one, but you just go, let me see if I can, I'll wait 10 more minutes, right? Mm -hmm. And so I've done that with food where it's time you know, to eat or whatever. So it's the 
permissive time to eat, but you know, how about I drink a big glass of water and wait 30 minutes? And then, or drink a glass of water and go work on something, a hobby or read or whatever, and you end up pushing that off even more, distracting yourself. And you, it, it's kind of like lifting weights. You get stronger. The more often you do that, your, your, your body seems to adapt to whatever schedule you give it. Yeah, and what's crazy is it's, you'd think like fasting would be almost unbearable, if that makes sense, or like you're like, you're your killing. body would be like, what are you doing to me? But it, it's almost <laughs> like it's enjoyable. Like, it's, it's like saying thank you. Yeah, cause I, apparently digestion is a lot of work on our bodies. You know, there's a lot of things that go into that. So we really do kind of give it a break um, when we do. And then if we can not only intermittent fast, but then when we do eat, if we eat clean, it's, uh, your efforts just get that much more rewarded. And I've been I've been drinking, and it's really nice because it it clears the mind. Because usually when you when you're obese and you wake up and the first thing you think about is food, yeah. and when but when you're intermittent fasting, you you already know that you have a time set for that, so you don't have to worry about it to then. Yeah, it's scheduled later. Scheduled mm -hmm. later. I don't have to worry about it. I can focus on all the other things I want to do. I I think the biggest part for me is I've always had always had this like the FOMO, the fear of missing out. And I don't know why, because I've obviously not missed many meals in my life. So you'd think I would know, even if I did miss this one, there's another one coming up, right? But it's like, well, it's kind of like you said in our last podcast, I think it was about the cupcakes. It was easy for two hours to be strong. And then at the last five minutes when everything's ending and they're gonna be put away and they're no longer an option, now all of a sudden you're hyper aware that they're there. And you're like in that moment of like, do I grab one, do I not grab one? You know, it wasn't even important for two hours while they were sitting out, you were winning. But the second it looks like they're gonna be put away and the ability to have one's now gone, that FOMO kicks in or something, you know, or whatever, some kind of instinctual thing. And you, you just want to attack them. Like, give me that, you know? Yeah. and. Uh, so I've always seemed to have that, like, you know, going, uh, well, even like going through a drive-through and, you know, the whole time going, I'm going to get us a McDonald's, I'm going to order this, you know, order a salad and convince myself for all day, it's going to be good, it's going to be good. And even in line, salad, salad, salad. And then they go, welcome to McDonald's, what can I get you? And the words come out of my mouth is two double cheeseburgers, a large fry, and a Dr. Pepper. And I'm just sitting there going, wait a minute. <laughs> see, I, see, I wouldn't even try to convince myself that I want a salad because I know I don't. <laughs> you would just figure out a way to budget mm -hmm. the, the cheeseburger into your diet and move on. <laughs> yeah, like, like I'm not gonna convince myself that I like a salad when I don't. Uh, like, I'll try it or try new things, but I already know I'm not gonna eat a salad every day because it's gonna turn me off to being healthy. Yeah, because I think you're at that point right now that the way you get through the fast is the reward of if I can go 20 hours, then I can eat whatever I want, mm -hmm. right? And then over time, you're counting on the fact that what you're gonna want to eat will be healthier. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to beat yourself up right now if what you want to eat is and, junk food. And it does. It makes me want to eat. It, 
it makes me not want to gorge because you think it'd be the other way around like oh I, I went through this 20 hour fast I can gorge now I can eat as much as I want no that doesn't really happen what happens is okay I, I ate my first plate I just did a 20 hour fast and I did an elliptical run today I don't want to ruin this I do not want to ruin this like yesterday yeah. we, we bought a whole we bought because my brother came over we had a whole bunch of soda we had a whole bunch of um, kind of had a family game night and stuff and um, chips, salsa, um, and all I sausage ate, and cheese and crackers. And all I ate was I had some soda and then I had my um, stroganoff that I made and I had one plate and that was it. Yeah, and that felt good because I didn't give in to the other temptations there. I just stayed with my same process and I didn't eat as much as I wanted to I could yeah. I just ate to where I was full because I just I realized that I I, I just lost nine pounds I just yeah. realized I didn't you could easily gain it all back right now yeah I, ju I just realized that I, I I did an hour and 30 minute workout I don't want to ruin I just don't want to ruin the progress and again, like you said it's like a snowball effect you're growing and yeah. you're getting bigger and bigger and bigger to take on the things that are stopping having an effect on you it helps you deny your cravings. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I kind of watched you last night, and that was that was pretty good because I did. I mean, I every time I walked by that sausage, I I, I did get to the point where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to grab the sausage and cheese and skip the crackers. But that's after I already had six of them with crackers. Yeah. You know. But I mean, it, you catch yourself, and that's what I find myself is. Um, I catch myself habitually doing it and I'm in the middle of it when I I'm like oh yeah you know oh yeah I was gonna eat better today you know so so I do but I've already been halfway through not eating right till like kind of the awareness comes over so I got to get to the point where you do it enough to where it becomes the new habit the new norm yeah so yeah so you've been you've been blogging too I don't know if you're podcast audience knows that yeah I haven't blogged um, I don't know if I'm gonna do it every day from the start I was like okay I'm gonna make it like kind of like a journal and um, blog every day about my daily experience I don't know if I'm gonna do it. I might stretch it out to maybe three days and stuff because one day you can't really it's not much to talk about in one day right. and come up with this grand thing for a plan of action <laughs> and stuff you can't have a plan of action for every day and so, yeah, but I've been doing that and it keeps, I don't know if, um, that's another thing that keeps me, um, kind of keep, keep on going forward because I know I have to log what I did. Yeah. And you're going on record in front of other people. Mm -hmm. You know that when you want to eat this thing, you're like, I've either got a blog post or I've got a podcast coming up where I'm pretty much, I promise to be honest. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I, I don't want to have to say I failed failed right and so so it helps keep that it, it's all motivation helpers momentum helpers that kind of yeah and get like you always say it, i have a lot of anchors right now i don't have just usually i, I make like you said i put your shoes by the door or yeah before you get up so you don't have yeah, to worry remove as many decisions as you can so it's simple yeah because if it's if you're tired or or stressed or any of those things any excuse is going to do for you to say no. And so, like, I have like, like ten, like three, four anchors. I have like the 
um, not wanting to every day I have to take a blood pressure pressure pair that I don't want to take. Yeah. So that's an anchor to keep on going forward. I have to take. Um, I have to. Um, my other anchor is the podcast. I have to to do it every day. I haven't done it every day. But okay. So when you say anchor, you're talking about foundational things that are helping you. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I just want to communicate that because sometimes anchors can mean those things that are holding you back. Oh no. This is. It's anchoring me to be healthy. Okay, to your goal. Right. And so it just it keeps me, um, it keeps me from looking at like chips and being like, oh, I need that, and then no, I can't have that because I'm anchored to this health. If I, if I detach that anchor, I, I'm not going to be able to keep on being healthy. Yeah. Yeah. That. Um and, and the other use of anchors that's kind of popular right now is in uh, goal goal setting uh, psychology and those kind of things. I, I think uh, Tiny Habits and Atomic Habits and some of these different books are out right now. An anchor is something that's tied to a tiny habit. So like the anchor is I have to get up and I have to get up in the morning, right? And so when my feet hit the floor, I anchor putting my tennis shoes on, mm-hmm. right? So, and they're, the tennis shoes are, like you said, they're there, they're, they're untied, they're open, your socks are laid out, it's easy. You get up, use the restroom, and anchor, like I, every time I wake up in the morning, I have to use the restroom, so the anchor is I use the restroom, and then I do my habit, which is I do my brush my teeth and those kind of things, right? Then I walk out, and get dressed and my tennis shoes are right there and that's a visual anchor to go for the walk right and then you could have anchors tied around whatever whatever you do every single day you can build habits around that anchor so like I make coffee every morning right so the anchor is I make coffee that leads to listening to a podcast while making coffee that's going to keep me motivated so beat diabetes podcast or or one of these podcasts that kind of teach on health or give you motivation or whatever you know even if it's a a motivational speaker one or whatever you need but it's anchored to this task that you do every day but when you're saying anchor you're saying with all the winds and and waves that are trying to work against you there's a few anchors that keep you steadfast and and on target yeah and one of the, I guess one of the multiple anchors I have to, um, or goals that keep me on track during fasting is I, I make sure I don't just sit down and not have something to do. Right, because boredom leads to food. Leads to food. Cause like, Stress leads to food. Yeah. Because like, um, whenever you're bored, like 90, like most of the time, you're gonna eat something. And so I keep, like I keep little goals, like I have to drink water, so I'm drinking water, or I'm playing my guitar, or I'm playing some games, or I go on a walk, or I go work out. I'm not just, because yeah, you would fail if you just sat back and twiddled your thumbs and were thinking about food the whole whole time. Yeah, because like we we mentioned in in a previous podcast, we have grown up in our whole lives that food was entertainment, not fuel. Mm-hmm. Right, not fuel for the other things that create entertainment. So, if you're not entertaining yourself, 
with your guitar, you're going to entertain yourself with food, right? So you can't just sit there and not do anything until that connection with food is broken and it's more of a fundamental fuel. You know, you, you don't get the pleasure. You know, the pleasure of going out to eat is the people and the conversations, not the food. We're like, we don't, we don't care who's with us just as long as we have good food because the food is what we're going out to eat. So we got we to gotta get that broken from our mind to where, no, when we go out to social events and go to things that have food, um, the food is just a byproduct. It's You're there for the interaction, the fun, the discussions, the, the banter, and oh yeah, there's food, but we don't, right? Yeah. Even going to family members, you know, going to, to grandma's is sometimes it's about, am I going to grandma's because I want to see grandma or am I going to grandma's? And the first thing I'm thinking is, ooh, potato soup. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's just um, just a thing. And it's just something you've grown up with and something that uh, I grew up with. You know, I always said that it was hard to walk away from food because in the culture I grew up with, um, food equaled love. So when you were hurt or sad or got a girlfriend broke up with you, whatever, your, our family would console you with baking a cake or a pie or, or whatever. You got you know, something bad day at school, we'll sit down, I'll make your favorite dinner. And so it was their way of showing love. And, and you know, I grew up um, with a mom, aunts and grandma that were chefs and owned a restaurant and all this stuff. So everything was food, right? And, uh, and then my first jobs were working in the restaurant where you could just graze all day long and anything, you just make yourself something along with what you're making for. And it, everything, all entertainment, all love, all family, all get-togethers, all reunions, was all food. There were some that was all alcohol too, so I'm glad we didn't pick up that on our side of the family, but but we definitely caught the food bug, yeah. you know? And so psychologically, we it's, gonna, it's not gonna happen overnight that we completely change our paradigm about what food means to us. But you're doing the right thing by Focusing on doing as many of these other things so that you can change the you know the, the the neurons and all that stuff in your brain to get stronger in these other areas and allow those those well-made ones in your brain connected to all this past stuff start shrinking yeah. away as you rebuild. Yeah, because what what we do wrong, like we talked about this last podcast, is that we want to be in like this cocoon and then come out healthy. Yeah, it's like no, like you. Dude, that's not how you become healthy. You start doing the things that you said you would start once you were healthy. Why don't you start doing those things and maybe become healthy while you're doing them? Mm-hmm. Like so, so health isn't a destination; it's the journey. Yeah, like you gotta enjoy the journey. Like that's why I don't eat a salad because I know I won't enjoy that. Yeah, because like, eating the salad would be more like this is just a temporary thing that I use willpower to get through, and then health is on the other side of it. But that's not how it works. No, it'd be more like, oh, this is what people say is healthy, so they're projecting what I'm supposed to be eating to to say this is healthy. Why I'm hating it, and you're just being honest with yourself. That's not going to work for me. Yeah, because I'm going to quit. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe in the future, it might help. Yeah. But yeah, maybe but, for you. Going cold turkey and only eating salads will work. For me, right now, victory looks like only one plate of stroganoff instead of two. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and so, like, I, I even, like, because I want to I learn how to garden. I want to learn all these things. And I always thought, 
once I'm healthy, I can do that. I'll be able to do it easier. And I can't do that. Like, um, if I say that, I'm never going to be healthy. It'll be something you always talked about. It's like you literally have to, you have to start doing it. And so that's what I, I really want to talk about is just start. Don't wait for it. Like when I first um, came home um, when I, from work, when I decided, okay, my purpose is to be healthy. I, I didn't have an elaborate plan. I didn't have this big old um, step-by-step um, thing to tell me what to do. All I knew is I had this newfound passion to become healthy, and so I was going to do it. And I, all I remembered was, okay, um, what you you show me the um, beat diabetes from YouTube, is that? Mm-hmm. And he said intermittent fasting is one of the best things diabetics can do because it helps lower your blood pressure and when blood you, sugar. Blood sugar, and when you and when you eat, you're only eating one meal, so your blood sugar only goes up. For that short period, short period of time, yeah. and so I was like, and it was my nephew's birthday, and we we're about to go to yeah. a birthday party, and there's gonna be cake and everything. But I decided, okay, I'm just gonna fast, and so I just started there, and then the, like the snowball effect just keeps going. Okay, I'm gonna fast. Okay, I'm gonna stop eating so much when I do fast. Okay, now I'm gonna go work out. Now. And now I'm just gonna triple. Now I lost nine pounds. Okay, the snowball's getting bigger. Like I'm gonna keep going and going yeah. and going. Instead of making this big plan that makes me feel overwhelmed, and cu- like you said, cut, cutting cold turkey over like 20, 30 years of my life eating bad, like that making this big old plan and then committing into it like I'm its slave is gonna make me feel like health is taking over my life. Instead of I'm, I'm walking hand in hand with health and I'm enjoying it. Right, you've been kidnapped by health instead of going on a walk with health voluntarily, and that's right. So you're thinking long term, mm-hmm. right? You you've had lots of many successes, many as in short term, but this time you're looking at like I'm I'm not. This time I'm looking at the, the long term. This this is supposed to be for life, so. You know, I, if you're in a sprint that the goal line's right there, then yeah, run all out, right? Give it everything you got. Yeah, because like, if you're in a marathon and you take off running with everything you've got, you're never going to finish the you know the 25th, 26th mile. Yeah, because you hear all the like these inspirational stories on YouTube of the actors changing their bodies like that, but they they are doing a sprint. Their body's not going to be like that after the movie. Right. They're literally just doing that for the movie. They're eating all that chicken, all that broccoli for three months just for that. And then after that, they don't have to do it anymore. Yeah, but you're not, you're looking at life. So it's like, you know, if it takes me longer to get there, the goal is just to get there, right? Um, And I know that if I try to take on too much too soon, I'm never gonna get there, right? It's kind of like trying to stretch out the gas mileage. You, know, you got a tank of gas that whole, you know, it says your range is 340 miles and you have 300 miles to go. You're like, that's good. But then you start, you know, your foot gets a little heavy and you're pushing 80, 85. And then the computer tells you, oh, your range has dropped to 291, right? Because you're burning it at a much faster rate and you can't get to your destination, right? And so that's how it is with the diet as well. Sometimes we got to let off the gas a little bit, slow down, take it step by step, so that our gas mileage <coughs> is enough 
that we can reach that destination without having to break down, basically. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like when we make those big plans, like the plan is health, not just being healthy is health. Like if we differ from the plan at all, all of a sudden we feel unhealthy. And all of a sudden we feel like we failed. When it's just, when it's just, I don't have a plan. I just have a general idea. Everybody had knows a general idea of what healthy is. Right. Like being healthy isn't rocket science or a math equation where if you mess up, it blows up. No, if you if you drink a whole bunch of water and then eat a pizza, you just drink a whole bunch of water. You you work towards being healthy. It's kind of, it kind of reminds me when we lived in Colorado Springs. The, the mountain was west, right? Pikes Peak was always west. Now, what you're talking about is sometimes we get, we take our eyes off the mountain and we look at the roads in front of us and we're turning left and right and going to this neighborhood. And next thing you know, we're lost, right? But if we would just look up and keep our eyes on the mountain, we'd know even with all these twists and turns, we would be able to know we're still headed in the right direction. I can still see the, the, the vision in front of me, the mountain. And so you're like, health is the Pikes Peak, it's the mountain. You're keeping your eyes on it, and yes, it won't be a straight line, and that's okay. Because at any moment in time, I can go, you know what, I'm moving in the right direction. I had to make a left turn here, I had to make a right turn there, there was a detour over here. But in general, when I look up and I check from where I was to where I am, I'm closer to the mountain. Even yeah. though there's lots of left and right turns in there, I'm making progress toward the mountain. And if we do that with our diet we can go we can like i said your big thing is forgive yourself for the one infraction and move on you know because in the past one infraction to the rules and we would throw out the entire plan yeah because it's almost like we always say we're all in people no we're we're not all in people because all in people don't quit after one mess up yeah we're, we, yeah, we're more uh perfectionists for, yeah it's like if I can't do it right, I'm not doing it at all. Even though if I did it 80% right, I would still be much farther down the road than I am now. Yeah. And, and then uh, and then we just uh, use that as reinforcement and excuses and stuff for not trying next time. You know, and so you're right. It's like, yeah, that, a failure is just that. It's a moment in time. It's not a label or an identity. You know, you can fail and not be a failure, right? But if you stop trying, then you are stuck where you last failed. Right, so you gotta keep moving. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, because uh, I feel like we make getting healthy harder than it actually is. Yeah, because I remember a few years ago we, we got on, we're gonna get healthy, and so we did all the, uh, We remember we, got, we ordered diet minder journals, mm -hmm. and then we're like, okay, well, we can eat whatever we want for the next week and a half until the, because we, we don't wanna eat healthy now when we don't have anything recorded on. Right, yeah. so we'd like, okay, and then that would come in and then we'd be like, well, you know, we need supplements. I can't really buy good supplements till payday. Yeah. So don't start the journal yet. Let's wait till we have the, the, the supplements, right? Mm -hmm. It's almost like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's almost like, um, okay, like you tell yourself, okay, I wanna be healthy. And then you're like, okay, so I can't start until I have the food. I can't start until I have the gym membership. I can't start until I have... Now that I have the gym membership, I need better workout clothes. Yeah, if I don't have better workout well, clothes. Well, it's going to wait till next payday. Yeah, and it's almost like that's... Getting the things isn't healthy. 
Yeah, but you've, you've convinced yourself you're doing it when you haven't really done anything. Yeah, because just... You're making all these steps. Just, just going over to the faucet or the refrigerator <laughs> and getting some water and drinking it more is getting healthy. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't require a journal, didn't require supplements, didn't require gym membership. It just required reaching for the water instead of the orange soda. Yeah, it, it, it requires change. Change. And change... Ooh, what an evil word. And change is the... Is the thing everybody thinks they're, they're chasing, but they're really avoiding. Because mm. like everybody, like everybody I know says, I want to be that. I'm, I'm chasing that. And it's like, are you really chasing that? Because every time I see you, you're not different. <laughs> yeah. I always love it when somebody goes, I tried everything and it didn't work. So you start naming off like half a dozen things and they didn't try any of them. They tried one or two things and then quit. And convince themselves that they tried everything. It's like no, 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 you didn't try everything. And then they feel like, ah, yo, I fought the battle, and it was just too big. It's like, fought the battle. Your sword's still at home. We didn't fought the, but you didn't do all you could. You walked out there in flip flops. You didn't put your armor on. You know, and yeah. So it's we kind of defeat ourselves. We and then blame it on the environment or the. The, the evil obesity or whatever. It's, I got the obesity disease. You know, no, you got the putting your spoon to your lips disease, right? Mm -hmm. And you can, you might not be able to keep from doing that, but you can do it one yes. breath less than you did last time, right? You can drink six more ounces of water than you did last time. Yeah, so, so like, the point of this is just start. Don't yeah, start. Just don't. do it. Somebody said that once. Yeah, just do it, uh, Nike, <laughs> or or you can go with Gary Vee. Just ship it, and that's 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 how changes change happens. Is the next opportunity you, you get, you you Take try it. you choose health. That's right. that's the only thing that will make you healthy. Well, it's even like this podcast. I mean, you said anything like walking. You ready to record? I'm like, not really. You know, I haven't really thought of anything. I'm, in the middle of something else, but then you just reach over and hit the red button, record, and start talking. And next thing you know, oh, I did have time to record. Mm -hmm. And it's done, and you and you feel so good once it's done and, and published. You're like, wow, I, I could have put that off all day because there was plenty of other things that seemed more pending, but stopping and doing it is what's the finish the the high you get from the finished product is what's going to motivate you to get through those things that you were stressing about getting through yeah, it's, it's like, like um it's like what you always say you have to have grit you do have to have grit you have to get and also like there's so many different terms for grit like yeah. you have the one two three hit record thing where yeah on three the five gonna, second rule yeah yeah five second rule you have to, five, four three two one go yeah, or or if you if if you have trouble talking to people, you you count just, just open your mouth and start talking. Yeah, count to three and start talking. Yeah, I, I've done that because you know outside from this, I'm also kind of introvert, but I've always had jobs where I had to like network and stuff, and and I could just stand in the corner until the whole thing's over and then miss every opportunity and then go feel bad going I didn't really get much out of that, and I got to the point where I would actually do the. All right, I have no idea what I'm going to say when I walk up to this person. But I just go five, four, three, two, one, and I just start walking. And then once I walk towards them and make eye contact, there's no going back. And so I just get there and just open my mouth and words come out. And, and it's never 
I mean, there are some times when it's like, yeah, it was a little awkward, but it's never, the monster is never as big in real life as it is in your mind, mm -hmm. right? It's like, wow, you have all these, like going to the gym, man, that's gonna be here, you're gonna this, and you got that, I gotta drive over there, and then there's gonna be people there, and you know, then what, you know, you, you make up all these reasons of why it's too hard. too hard. And then when you just, but when you go five, four, three, two, one, you just get in the car. You just drive over there. I've even driven over there, sat in the parking lot, and had to do five, four, three, two, one, just get out of the car and go in instead of turn around, and drive back home, right? And then, then you walk in and you're like, oh, everybody's friendly. Nobody's staring at me. Everybody's kind of take, worrying about themselves. Yeah. And no, put no. in my ear pods and get on a treadmill and everything's fine. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> yeah, we, we, everybody's we like all the, like the the record's gonna scratch. And as soon as we walk in and everybody's just going to turn to stare at us like, what's he doing here? But they don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> but we've convinced ourselves that we're that important. You know? <laughs> like everybody's in their own little world when they're working out. Everybody wants to be left alone when they're working out. That's why they bring music and they're just focusing on getting through working out because it's hard. Yeah. If you don't have focus when you're working out, you're not going to get the same benefit as just lazy working out like you're just well maybe I'll do three steps you know they have a plan and they're following that plan yeah. they, don't, they don't care about you in the room yeah yeah it's true I, I remember a professor who when I was taking college classes on public speaking and you're just so worried like I don't want to get up there what you know I say something everybody's going to judge me and everybody's thinking about how dumb I am or how many times I'm saying um and all this and he he's like um, you're thinking a little more highly of yourself than you should but truly when you're in a class like this while you're speaking they're all rehearsing what for their turn in their mind and most of them are just happy it's not them up there they're not judging you they're not thinking of you much at all you know and you're like oh well then that that's kind of stinks you know <laughs> nobody even, nobody's really even listening to what I have to say because they know they have a turn Right, um, and that's like, the same thing when I, I, I get up to, well not the same thing because people have to like pay attention and sing along, yeah. but when I get up there and do worship or it's, it's nerve wracking until I actually start playing my guitar and start singing, then, it's, right. then I'm even killed. But all before that I'm thinking, don't mess up. <laughs> right, and, and like we mentioned before, the reason you feel like that is because you know every mess up you make. But the people in the audience don't know that was a mess up unless you tell them. Yeah, they don't right. know like five seconds before, like my, my voice was a little off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know that was the wrong chord. I mean, maybe somebody does out there, but yeah. the general public, they wouldn't know that was wrong or that was the wrong lyric or whatever. Yeah, right? that's, why, that's why, you know, um, I don't know if this is complete true or just a false false but like when you go into band or you go into drama they always say if you forget the word say watermelon because no one's going to notice <laughs> yeah. no one. yeah you, you just yeah, you don't say it out loud you don't, but you you mouth watermelon and it looks like you're saying words yeah if you're in a core in the chorus and you don't know the words and you're in a group of people singing just mouth watermelon over and over again and it looks like you're singing pretty much anything everybody else is yeah. until you until you get back to the part that you know and then go on again right 
Yeah, a little harder if you're playing an instrument. I don't know what the watermelon is for the guitar, but uh, just yeah. drop to a bar code or something for a minute. Bar code. <laughs> bar cord, I guess. Cord, not code. Code, yeah, I'm thinking computers. Um, but uh, it is true. It's, it's some, we, we build roadblocks and then we assign other people's names to them. And what's, when it's really, they're not the ones that put that roadblock up. They, they weren't even going to say anything. They, they didn't, weren't even thinking about us enough to put a roadblock. But we have already had the conversation in our head from both sides, already deemed them as the villain and already are quitting because of the roadblock the villain's putting up when it was all in our head. And in real life, none of that was going to happen. And what's crazy is when you go out and you finish your workout, you think back and like, why did I make a big deal about that? Yeah. What? And and then you go back. Oh, so I had to drive to the gym. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, and I even had one situation when we were to the gym at Twenty Four Fitness in in uh, Joplin. Um, there's there's a really big guy in there that's obviously knew what he's doing, bodybuilder, all those kind of things, and uh, we, um, I was working out and I was really intimidated by. It. I was like, he's gonna, be, he's judging me. I'm here, I'm this 400 pound fat guy, and I know this buff dude over there is just like laughing. I bet he's with his buddies, you know. And it would get to the point where, you know, if he was anywhere near the machine I would work at, I would try to find a different machine or whatever. And then one day he kind of walks up and he goes, I'm so proud of you, man. You inspire me. You keep showing up. You know, if you ever need any help with anything, with any of these machines, you just let me know. It just does my heart good every time I see you walk in here. And I'm just like, oh, I'd already assigned him the villain. And then played the entire thing and was avoiding the gym because he was there. And here he could have been one of my biggest supporters if I would have just not been sabotaging myself psychologically like that. Yeah. We need to, like, we need to stop overthinking things. Most things, like, fat, like what we always say, um, eat, eat less, move more. Yeah. It's a simple concept. You don't have to really overthink it. Um, so, but, but, um, but I think we'll end the podcast today. Um, okay. Yeah. If you if you've heard, there's been knocks and taps on the windows. So I th- I think other people are needing us. So. Yeah, so we'll go ahead and end for today. So but basically, but, you wanted to say, wherever you're at, just start. Just start. Okay. This has been. We could have started with that and had a three second podcast and let people go on their way. I know. But, oh well. But this is a <laughs> the Fat Weed podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you guys. Yeah, we'll catch you next time.